of the Biggest Big Ticket Coaches podcast. I'm Michelle Cooper, founder and CEO of Alchemy Accounting and Bookkeeping, where we help entrepreneurs create ease and flow in their business finances, clean up their mess and chaos, and help them avoid being blindsided in the future. We believe that every business has a purpose and creates an impact in our world. And the more money you have, the more expansive that impact can be. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you could be our next guest in 15 or 20 minutes. So let's check out today's show. Welcome back to Secrets of the Biggest Big Ticket Coaches podcast. I'm Michelle Cooper, your host. And today I have invited back a previous guest, Crystal Holm, who I am so intrigued by her work that I wanted to go deeper. Um, she has an incredible uh, offer that, um, that she does with people, uh, a service that she provides. And I am just so curious about this. And I know you all will be too. She's amazing at what she does. And so welcome, Crystal. I can't wait to dive in. Thank you. I'm so glad to be back and talk to you again. <laughs> I know, right? So good. So tell us just, you know, people might have listened to the first episode, they might not have. So just give us a little brief little intro to you. Uh, sure. Well, so I'm Crystal. I am I'm the founder of Design Life Studio. And I am the creator of the Design Life Method. I am I'm a feng shui master and interior designer and a clutter expert. And so I help what I call soul-driven entrepreneurs to really design an office that they love to work in, even when they suck at decorating and design. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, awesome. And so, you know, uh, we've talked a little bit in the past about feng shui and how our office sets us up for success. Um, I'm looking around at my office although it looks very nice over here. Over here it's a little crazy. So um, tell us, a, like, give us like a little intro into that. Like, how does your space affect your success? Well, everything about your space is a reflection of what's going on, right? Internally for you. So when you've got like stagnating energy or whatever in your space or even not stagnating the opposite of stagnating, you know, a rush of energy flowing through your space. When the energy in your space is out of alignment, it's going to reflect in your business. And I would think um, in your money. Yeah, that's probably the biggest place that it shows up, right? You'll have it, you know, like if you're, if the energy is rushing through your space, more often than not, what I see is your money is rushing through your hands. You might be making a lot of it, but you're not holding on to any of it. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I see that a lot with, with clients in my business. Um, and, and it's frustrating for them, right? Like, they're like, I'm scaling my business and growing my business. I got more income than ever before. And I don't have any more money in my bank account. Yeah. 
yeah, that's, that's what I see all the time. It's a, it's a thing. And it's, it's because of, we're not stopping, right? Everything's scaling. And, and of course, from jump, we're taught momentum. Don't ever kill your momentum. Go, 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 go. But, and then when we're scaling, of course, that's all about momentum. But so when the energy gets rushing like that, it's, it can cause problems. Like you see, there's no, like the money's flowing just as fast as everything else. So when we pause and really take a moment to get into alignment with the space that we're in, we can regulate the flow of energy in that space, which allows us to regulate the flow everywhere in our life, right? Mm. In our business too. So interesting. And so if we're having that experience of um, as fast as money's coming in, it is going, it seems like it's going out. Is there, is there anything that we can look for or identify in our space that might give us a clue as to what's going on? Well, I always find that the answers are always in the clutter. Mm. the answers are always in the clutter um where we're where we're stuck and stuck might look like stuck wide open too right a faucet can get stuck wide open just as easy as it can get stuck on closed right right and that's kind of what's happening right there you're stuck on wide open and and money's flowing through just as easily as it can go the opposite end and get stuck in stagnant where now it's a struggle to find you know, to find as many clients as you need to, to pay the bills and keep the lights on. Yeah. Cause a lot of people who think who will describe themselves as stuck will be like, I'm, I'm stuck. I can't get things going or I, I can't, you know, build momentum or like I'm struggling to kind of get this off the ground. I never thought about a faucet can be stuck open as well, just as easily as it can be stuck closed right yeah and so is there something that you can do like do you recommend like um removing the clutter like I know you have a whole process but is there like a uh something like one thing they could take away and do to that would it could improve their situation well I mean if you just start with decluttering most of the time the top layer we'll just call it the top layer is pretty easy to get rid of, right? It's it's the it's the Conmarie layer, right? It's the layer of all the things that don't spark joy, right? The right. super easy layer of just oh, this is declutter yeah, like, that. I don't need this, <laughs> right? You can declutter that, and it will still make a difference. Now that's where you're going to probably hit the wall of there's going to be stuff that you can't declutter, and where that's the stuff that's really keeping you stuck, but if you can, you know, lift all the stuff off of the top of it, at least you can get down to it um, and know where the problem is. And so how do you tackle those deep, deeper things? Like, what does that look like for someone? Like, is Um, it like, like, okay, I got rid of the things that don't bring me joy, but then like, say like this little guy, he he actually brings me joy. I I like him. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, do I need him? I'm sitting on my desk. I don't know. If he brings you joy, then I would say, yes, you do. Yes, I do. Because he's not clutter then. Right, right. So first, you really have to start by redefining clutter 
right? Because clutter isn't just the things that take up space. It's, it's anything that you do not need, use, or love. Oh, so you, you might not need the frog and you might not use the frog because it, it's a thing, right? But it's a thing that you love and it makes you feel a certain way. And so therefore it's not clutter. Right, right. But like, I don't know, I'm looking at other stuff. Oh, here's, well, that might not be a good example. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, what else have I got in here? Well, you know, I always have cards and stuff like that around. Um, and like, you know, like just like a random card is sitting on my desk. I'm like, eh, eh. But that might be a surface thing, right? Like, what does the yeah. deeper thing look like? Those are the really insidious things that are unique to every person. And it'll depend on what they are or, or you know, what their, what their struggle is, right? Sometimes I've seen it be a tea set. I've seen it be a set of sheets. Um, it's photographs sometimes. It, it literally can be anything under the sun. Uh, a baby blanket project, you know, yarn, mm -hmm. it can be anything. It just is a matter of what is it reflecting? Right. Because all of it is just a mirror. Right. Right. Yeah. I think for me, one of those things is books. I was going to say that actually, when we were, when, when you were kind of looking around, I, I was about to say, I think, especially for entrepreneurs, honestly, one of the biggest ones is books because a, most of us love books, right? We're, we're nerdy readers and, and we like that. And we learn so much about it, but it, we kind of identify with books, especially books that, that change us, you know? And so it makes it hard to let go of books. The thing is, once we've incorporated the principles of a book into our being, the book doesn't have a purpose anymore. Right. And now you're actually keeping it from someone else and you're, you're hoarding their growth. Oh my God. What a, like, oh, that's an eye opener. Okay. Cause I had a really big bookshelf in my office and, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm all about the, you know, getting rid of clutter and stuff. And, um, I was like, all of the, these books, they're, they're not serving me anymore. They're either books I'm never going to read. Like I bought them with the good intention, but that's eh, kind of past. I'm not going to read them or yes. I've read them. They're done. Um, and so my daughters put them in some reusable bags and they were going to take them and donate them to a used bookstore. Um, and they sat in my office for a good month. Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking like, I wonder if I should sell them. I wonder if I should, you know, do something else with them. And then I'm like, just get these things out of here. Like, but I never thought about like, I'm hoarding other people's growth. Like, yeah. That could be somebody could walk into that bookstore I donated them to. And this could be the book that changes everything for them. Yes. It could. And you've already incorporated everything about this book. The only reason you're holding on to it is because your transformation mattered to you in that moment. And yeah. so the catalyst, 
you're holding on to like it's a thing instead of just honoring like, hey, I am an awesome woman who made this transformation thanks to this book. And now I want other awesome women to make the same transformation. It's it's a completely different like mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's part of the process of, of the work that I do with clients, right? That's why it takes so long um, for us to work together. It's because we're completely shifting like how we look at our things um, and our relationship with them. Awesome. Can you share with us a, a success story uh, with your Peace and Prosperity um, program? Like, you know, did somebody come to you and they were like, I don't know, like a shit show or something, right? And like everything was going wrong and you worked with them and oh, magic happened and their whole life changed. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, actually, I've had I have some I've had some good stories. Um, some of the one of my one of my favorites was actually someone who was very new in her business. She 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 was still even only working part time in her business. She was working full time in a job and part time in her business, and she had rented an office space outside of her home. Right, so she was taking it seriously, but for the most part she was sort of barely making ends meet. She had enough clients to pay the rent, but it was like, it was very slow growing and she was struggling and she was ready to make that shift, but she wasn't quite, she hadn't quite like picked up as many clients as she would need to, you know, to really grow and, and, and be bigger, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so she came to me and we worked together on her space And the first month after we worked together, she tripled her income. Wow. Right. And so, yes. And so the next month she tripled her income again. Holy moly. And then the third month she tripled her income again. And so she was like, okay, I'm pretty sure I've got this now. I'm going to quit my job. Right. And so I can go full-time in my business. And so, and we're still like in the process, right? Because it's three months of working with me. So like the first month she tripled, second month she tripled, third month she tripled. And then we, we like finished our work together and she was, you know, going on with life and she had quit her job. She was now full-time in her business and her landlord came to her um, at this complex and they had had a new client, a much larger company come in and want to rent the whole wing of office suites that she was located in for their people. And so they were asking her to move her office from where she was over to this other, I think it was, it was either the building next to her or the same building, but on the opposite side. Now on the, on this other wing, the offices were twice as big as, as what she would, but you know, but they wanted this bank of suites for their people. So because it was a landlord thing, they moved her into this office that was twice as big, no rent increase, rent stayed the same. So now she's got, you know, a twice as big office and, um, and no rent increase, you know, because of the situation, right? So now then a couple months go on even further. And also mind you, her and her husband had been, you know, wanting to buy a house they had been living with her parents and and their daughter like the whole family had been living with the parents um to try to you know 
saved. She's building her business. They have everything going on. A couple months later, now they get a different offer and they got a house. <laughs> That's great. Right. Wow. So within like six months, she went from part-time in, in her business and getting ready to scale to, you know, full-time new office, new house, whole new business, wow. whole new woman. Yeah. It was, that is one of my favorite stories of just that transformation. It was, it, just one of the most incredible things I've ever witnessed. Just That's her. amazing. I mm-hmm. like, wow. Well, I think we can all benefit from, from decluttering. Um, but you obviously do way more than that. Um, tell us a little bit about what it's like to work with you in the peace and prosperity program. Um, so I, I don't do things like your average designer does. You know, most most designers want to design for right now, today, where we are. And, you know, this is your, uh, I've made it. I've hired a designer moment, right? And I'm going to have somebody design my space. But I just, I don't buy that bullshit. It's, that's, this is not your last day. You right. are still growing and you are still becoming the next best version of who you are. And so I want to design for her. And so we design for that woman so that you literally have room to become her. So my entire process of how I work with clients is based with that idea in mind. So obviously we start with the decluttering because it's all about our space and, you know, we're getting rid of everything that we don't need anymore that doesn't reflect who we are so that we have sort of a a blank canvas to work from. And then we design to start with, who is she? Um, and what does what is it that she needs so that we can really start from the ground up? I'm a firm believer in building from the ground up when we are designing anything. Um, and then we do the feng shui part, right? All the, all the fun math, <laughs> math is money. I do know that much. And in feng shui, everything is all about the math. Um, So I didn't know know that. Yeah. I thought it was like directions and where the door is and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It is. But all of the calculations are still based in architecture, geometry, physics, you know, and algebra. So So do you have to measure your room and stuff? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. We do all of the measurements. It's all very technical. We work off of the floor plans of the home because, you know, if you don't have floor plans of your home, well, then we get to draw them. Oh, wow. It's a lot of fun actually. And it's because of the fact that your space is literally a mirror for you. It's we're we're all about creating that relationship because it's about your relationship with yourself. Right. And so, yeah, it's so it's way more than just like, you know, um, oh, well, you know, if you're, I don't know, the most left hand corner of your home is your oh, money corner or whatever yeah. that kind of thing. all the fake feng shui that's out there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's way more than that. Yeah, that's a lot of um, uh, usually when you see those people out there, they are um they're preaching fake feng shui and, and they're not selling the real deal. And 
Yeah. It's, it's sad. Wow. I was, I was really just talking about that this morning. Um, and it's, it's awful because they're, it, they're selling you snake oil. They're right. selling you a product that doesn't work. It's not woo woo. And if right. they're trying to sell you woo woo, then they're not selling you the real thing. Everything about feng shui is based in math, right? Physics, geometry, architecture. Right. So interesting. So good. Awesome. So if people are interested in taking the next steps with you and, and exploring this kind of work, um, what, what do they do? Well, they can apply to work with me and come through the process. We'll sit down and we'll have a chat, you know, about their situation because feng shui is very personal, right? And very individual. It's not, there's no one size fits all, mm. right? Your business is unique. Your home is unique and you are unique. And all of right. those three factors are going to make a difference. So, you know, I have an application process where we sit down and we have a, a grown-up conversation about you and your office and your business and 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 what are we what are we working with and what are we trying to get to and and if we look like we're a good match then then we get to work together um but yeah it's i'm not for everybody <laughs> well and you shouldn't be right like no one should be for it. nobody is a universal <laughs> solution um, I'm yeah. definitely not for everybody. <laughs> right. Um, right. So. Exactly. So, but you know, I want us to both enjoy the process of working together. It's a very intimate relationship. You know, um, I'm, I'm not physically coming into your home, but I'm coming into your space and, and we're going to get personal, you know, that's the only way I can make your office what you want. Right. It's the only way I can pull that vision out and really, truly give you an office that reflects who you are right. wanting to be. So yeah, it's a very intimate relationship. And so it's, it requires both of us to be happy with it. Totally. <laughs> but yeah, people can apply to work with me um, very easily at, at peaceandprosperityalignment.com. Perfect. Well, I say check it out. So at a very high level, the first thing we can do is take a look around and get rid of clutter. Things that don't spark joy. Remind yourself from Marie Kondo, right? Like, do do I like the little frog? Yes, I do. Like, he's so cute. He he reminds me to like chill the fuck out, Michelle. Uh -huh. Like, calm yourself down. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, yeah, so we can look around, get rid of the clutter. Things that don't spark joy, not not our thing, not our jam. Right. I don't know, ended up on our desk for some reason or in our room for some reason. And so those things you could donate, you could sell, you yeah. can trash, I guess, right? You can do so many things. Absolutely. You can, I mean, you can have a garage sale, you can sell them on eBay, you can package them. I mean, it depends on what it is, right? I've yeah. had people package stuff up and resell it. Right. Um, you know, it, it totally depends on what your clutter is. And that's part of the process of working together. Right. We come up with those solutions too, like right. figuring out all of that. What is the clutter and what are we going to do with it? Because it's, 
again, a, not a one size fits all. You're not going to take all of your clutter and sell it or donate it. Or so like some of it might get sold and some of it might get donated and some of it might get repurposed. And it just, each individual piece has its own life's journey. Right. Right. And then the second step is to kind of go to that deeper level, things that we might have an attachment to. Um, we have created a meaning around that and a, and a, an association of that thing. Um, and we can, you know, work through, work with you, work with a professional. I think that's the area that people need a lot of help on because I don't think they necessarily see that area, right? Well, that, and I think we often get shamed for not having some sort of universal ability to decorate, right? right. And, and clutter has a lot of shame attached to it too. So we- yeah we get shamed for having the not perfectly clean house. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff in there about. Yeah. It, it, I'm glad you brought that up because in my work with people, we talk a lot about shame and, and how that relates to money. And mm -hmm. um, I, I know that clutter relates to money. Um, I see it every, every day with people, um, and so having things neat and tidy in your finances is, a, is actually almost impossible if you're living in a household that is super cluttered, right? Yeah, right. And you can't just not, you can't just hide it away, right? You can't just yeah. put it in a cupboard and not look at it. Cause that's the same thing as like, I'm just going to never, ever look at my bank balance and just hope right. that my business could like, just keep swiping that card right? it, you know I mean? like, and never look at how much money you have. It's the same thing. You can't not look at your clutter and, yeah. and expect to, to keep going. It's yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing this. This is just fantastic. Um, I love this topic. And I, you know what, I really want to encourage our listeners to reach out to Crystal um, if this is uh, an area of your life where you're like, huh, I could learn some more, um, regardless of whether you're not, whether you want to pay to work with her or not. I'm on your email list and you send out the most amazing little tidbits and and like thinking points um, that get me like looking around and I'm like, huh, what's going on here? <laughs> um, so I really encourage people to do that. And, and if you, I, I can't stress enough, if you want to take action in this area of your life, and if you're feeling like if you're one of those people where you're feeling like I'm doing all the things, why isn't it working? <laughs> kind of this thing. This is why. This is why, right? Mm -hmm. Like this is a huge reason why. So uh, check out Crystal, reach out, connect. And um, thank you so much for sharing. You're so generous with your time and your knowledge. And I so appreciate you. So thank you for hanging out with me today. It is always my pleasure to hang out and just chat with you. Yay. All right. Um, we will see you later. Everybody check out Crystal at peaceandprosperity.com. See you later. Bye. Hey, it's Michelle. Thanks so much for listening to Secrets of the Biggest Big Ticket Coaches podcast. 
If you're a successful coach, I'd love to talk to you. Would you like to be on my program? Please visit alchemyaccounting.ca slash podcast slash apply. If you've got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on all the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, I'm always looking to expand our reach. Please tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtags secrets of the biggest big ticket coaches. I know that's a long one. I love seeing your posts and I love guest suggestions the most. We're regularly putting out new uh, episodes and content. So make sure you don't miss anything. Um, don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and hit subscribe right now. Your thumbs up, your good ratings, your reviews, um, all of your feedback, they go such a long way to help us promote the show. And it means so much to me and my team. You are helping us achieve our mission. If you wanna know more, Go to our website, alchemyaccounting.ca, or follow me on all the socials, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and the gram at Alchemy uh, Michelle, all one word. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.